Support comes from Mosby Building Arts, a design-build company committed to remodeling the right way. Visit callmosby.com to get project inspiration for any room of your house. It's Monday, July 11th. This is The Gateway. I'm Wayne Pratt. A yearly physical fitness test is one of the many staples of military life. The results can have a significant implication for a service member's career. Many times fitness is almost used as, you know, a kind of a go, no-go kind of thing, right? You either have it or you don't. The country's newest military branch wants to eliminate the annual test. St. Louis Public Radio's Eric Schmidt explores the implications of the U.S. Space Force turning to wearable fitness devices in just a few minutes. Families can now apply for scholarships for their children to attend private schools in the St. Louis area. As St. Louis Public Radio's Kate Grumke reports, it's part of a new school choice program the Missouri legislature passed last year. Low-income families and students with individual education plans, or IEPs, are eligible for the scholarships and could receive more than $6,000 toward private school tuition or other alternatives to their local public school. The program is funded with state tax credits for donations to approved organizations, who then award the scholarships. It's not available in more rural areas of Missouri right now, but state treasurer Scott Fitzpatrick wants to see it expand. There are a lot of good schools in our state, a lot of schools that meet the needs of students, but there's also a lot of kids that just aren't getting what they need at their school. Fitzpatrick said the program has already received 800 applications from families, which would far exceed the $500,000 in donations so far. I'm Kate Grumke, St. Louis Public Radio. St. Louis Mayor Tashara Jones and other gun safety advocates will join President Biden today at the White House. They are marking the passage of the Bipartisan Safer Communities Act. The law establishes an enhanced background check process for gun buyers under age 21, provides federal funding for state red flag laws, and funds mental health and community violence intervention programs. Mayor Jones serves as co-chair of Mayors Against Illegal Guns. Illinois is receiving nearly 5,000 doses of the monkeypox vaccine from the national stockpile. State epidemiologist Dr. Connie Austin says not everyone needs a shot. The people that we are concerned with getting the monkeypox vaccine are people who have had close contact with someone with monkeypox or people who are in high-risk groups. Austin says one high-risk group is men who have sex with men, but monkeypox can affect anyone. Symptoms include itchiness and fatigue and last from two to four weeks. Austin recommends people who think they have monkeypox or have been exposed contact their health care provider. Health officials report more than 90 cases in Illinois and at least three in Missouri. The Arts and Education Council has named producer, author, and St. Louis native Laya B. LaFleur Etwin as its president and CEO. As St. Louis Public Radio's Chad Davis reports, LaFleur Etwin says one of her main goals is to support smaller arts institutions. LaFleur Etwin succeeds Cynthia Prost, who's led the organization since 2008. The council provides grants to arts organizations and artists. LaFleur Etwin has held positions at Nickelodeon and Uptown Records. She's also produced television shows and films. She says the last few years have been hard on arts programs, as many have had to shut their doors to keep the coronavirus from spreading. It's tough out here, and a lot of organizations, small organizations especially, 
you know, have been struggling or didn't make it through the height of the pandemic. LaFleur Etwin says sustaining funding for small arts groups and building relationships between businesses and the arts is one of her main goals. LaFleur Etwin will start July 18th. I'm Chad Davis, St. Louis Public Radio. Four St. Louis Cardinals are going to next week's Major League Baseball All-Star Game in Los Angeles. Paul Goldschmidt will start at first base. Third baseman Nolan Arenado, slugger Albert Pujols, and relief pitcher Ryan Helsley are also on the team. Pujols was named to the squad by the commissioner's office. It's the future Hall of Famer's last season. An annual physical fitness assessment has become a cornerstone of the military. Each service has its take on the test, but the newest branch is ditching that model. St. Louis Public Radio's Eric Schmidt reports on how the Space Force is switching to fitness trackers. A handful of airmen gather in the middle of the six-lane track at Scott Air Force Base in Illinois on a calm summer morning. They're about to start their one-and-a-half-mile run. We start our time after the last person crossed the start line. All right. Give us 30 seconds back there. Yeah. <laughs> if you want to stay just back. Walk, I say just walk up here, <laughs> kind of saunter. Joking aside, the final results are serious. Each airman has to finish under a certain time based on their age to pass this portion of the Air Force's fitness test. Give me a thumbs up whenever you guys are ready to go. Knock this out. Good, 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 in the back. All right, cool. And three, two, one, begin. The airmen quickly spread out as they circle the track. Earlier in the morning, they completed the other parts of the fitness test. Push up first, ready up. A minute of uninterrupted push ups and later sit ups. This once a year assessment is how the Air Force measures if its airmen are physically ready for what their service requires. But the newly minted Space Force wants their fitness assessment to feel entirely different. Members of the Space Force won't have an annual test. Instead, they'll get a smart ring or other wearable fitness device that will keep track of their physical activity throughout the entire year. Chief Master Sergeant James Sabias is a senior enlisted leader for Space Force's Training and Readiness Command. Our standards really haven't changed, right? We still are utilizing the Air Force PT standards. The difference is in our approach. The Space Force has plans for a digital community for its troops, who are called Guardians, where they can see data from their own device and how it compares to others in the service. Patrick Hitchens is the CEO of Austin-based Fit Rankings, the company building that platform for the Space Force. He says it allows Guardians to count the activities they normally do, something that's not always the case now. Maybe you're not good at running. Maybe you're not good at pull-ups. So there is some amount of dimensionality to these tests that favors one activity over another. Hitchens says his platform can convert any activity into a MET minute, a common measure of energy expenditure recognized by the CDC. Sabias says the Space Force hopes this approach will turn fitness into more of a carrot than stick. Many times fitness is almost used as, you know, a kind of a go, no-go kind of thing, right? You either have it or you don't. I've known folks that can do all their PT aspects and run a really fast mile and a half, but yet 
Their eating habits are poor. Their sleeping habits are poor. They're not healthy. Space Force leadership hopes the data guardians get from their devices will help them take more ownership of their health. Research has found an annual test spurs some military members to engage in eating disorders and other unhealthy behavior. Lindsay Bodell is an assistant professor of psychology at Western University in Ontario. She says troops may worry about their careers if they fail a fitness test. Having consequences of not meeting the standards then may lead to people to engage in pretty extreme behaviors. But Bodell says switching to fitness monitors won't necessarily solve that problem. It may even make it worse. She says many researchers have found an association between eating disorder symptoms and fitness trackers. Some of the negative consequences I think might be preoccupation with certain exercise regimes or fixation on numbers, which could end up getting in the way of other activities. Bodell says there needs to be more research on this topic as it relates to the military. The Space Force plans to evaluate its fitness tracker program after a year to decide if it will become permanent. I'm Eric Schmid, St. Louis Public Radio. The Gateway is a production of St. Louis Public Radio, a listener-supported service of the University of Missouri-St. Louis. Music by Ryan McNeely of Adult Fur. I'm Wayne Pratt. Have a great day. Support comes from Mosby Building Arts, a design-build company committed to remodeling the right way. Visit callmosby.com to get project inspiration for any room of your house.